Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. And Tasty McDowell. There's got to be at least one sister listening, hasn't there? Yeah, there is. It's a bunch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're all on Facebook, too. Any any, uh, sisters in the chat? Become friends. You got the Facebook ladies? Oh, yeah. Oh, you accept those? Oh, Oh, my God. You ever look at those? Some of those have anything to do with beer or homebrew. Right. Well, you know. Those are the best ones. (laughs) Yeah. Some, well, yeah, you and Justin have a lot of those friends in common. There's some some good looking women brewing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> some not not too bad looking dudes either. But <laughs> oh. let's let's not go there. Yeah, <laughs> whole different show. Yeah, 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 whole different show. Well, and uh, this is this is slightly a, a different show for us. This is our first uh, rebrew show. So one of the things that we're doing is uh, we have committed, we have promised, we have assured our listeners. That we are going to, uh, you know, keep working on on these beers. If we don't clone them, uh, the first try, the second try, the hundredth try, we'll keep <laughs> going. There's 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 no way we're going to stop. Yeah, we don't no matter, back away. No matter what the beer is, we're going to do whatever research. We're going to kidnap brewers. We're going to do whatever it takes to uh, to get uh, get what we need to uh, make the clones happen. And uh, we're going to need to, uh, uh, you know, uh, rebrew probably, you know, I think we're running about a 20 percent uh, uh, failure rate, uh, which is which is which is good. That's what we were we were hoping right. that we could achieve uh, such a yeah. lofty success uh, on our first try. Better so, than we expected. So uh, what we, what we're going to do every so often is we'll do a rebrew show, and what we're going to do is we've rebrewed the beer at least once, probably multiple times between shows, adjusted the recipe or adjusted the process, whatever it might be, and we're going to do another blind tasting to see if we're if we're there if we if we got it or not. If not, then uh, you know it goes back for another rebrew, and uh, we'll tell you the differences that that we. Uh, uh, determined we needed and uh, you know what kind of adjustments we made so I think it's a good educational uh, show you know you can you can learn uh, you know, if you're not familiar with how all the uh, elements of the of the brewing process feed into the changes uh, then uh, uh, this will uh, this will help I guess well, the more you look at the recipes the more you and especially beers that you can get you know you can have in and uh, taste as you listen to these shows. It's really going to make you connect the recipe to the flavor, which uh, mm-hmm. long term is going to let you, you know, tweak your own recipes in the direction right. you want them to go. Right. Well, and if you're uh, tweaking your recipes and looking for 
you know, interesting grains or things like that that we uh, talk about on the show, head over to northernbrewer.com. Check out... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear the wheels hit the ground on that one. That's right. I'm, I'm the Segway King here. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you know, check out northernbrewer.com. They they have uh, a, a, an excellent selection of uh, grains for you know on some of these beers. We need some some weird little malts. Who they got call? you know <laughs> yeah the Northern Brewer and uh, everything else. They got they got a, a vast array uh, of uh, products. Great selections. Uh, Two cool stores. Uh, you know, we went out to Milwaukee and checked out their new store there. It's a giant, beautiful store mm-hmm. with uh, great selection. And, uh, you know, they're good people. I like them. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, Peter uh, Simons and I, we're, we're loading up the RV. We're heading out uh, on our 2,500-mile trip. Oh, to, the road uh, trip. Yeah, sure. Yeah, to Minneapolis. And then uh, we're going to stop at uh, Northern Brewer. I believe it's going to be... I can't remember if Juno said Monday or Tuesday. Uh, I think Tuesday, uh, maybe like 5 o'clock till closing, 5 to 7, at the uh, St. Paul store. And going to be there hanging out, drinking beer, chatting. If you want something signed, bring it. We'll sign it. Uh, And uh, we'll have a lot of fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also uh, going to be May... Twentieth mm, through the twenty second is uh, beer and brewer in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, out of country. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be there. Hmm. I'm going to be doing some presentations during the uh, the thing there, and uh, also hanging around and going to going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. Just if Keep you, your pants on. I, I, I tell you, pants are option down there. Oh, that's it's cold that time. Down of year, under, isn't, yeah, isn't they, it cold down there this time? They call it down under for a reason. No, it's uh, well, they, we're coming into our summer, so they're coming into their winter. Yeah, okay. So you yeah, have to it'll be it'll be fall. Right. Uh, but it's a beautiful city, beautiful place, uh, and uh, great people out there. So I'm looking forward to it. If you if you get a chance, head out to Beer and Brewer, uh, the 20th through the 22nd, and I'll be there, and we'll have a beer together, and uh, so forth and so on. Isn't that the trip that you said, oh, you guys should invite Justin and Chad, and they were they said, who? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they, yeah well, what about Tasty? <laughs> That your, you said that it's that your driver? <laughs> yeah, that's what they were like. What is it? That's your chauffeur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were asking for me or for, uh, for Palmer, right? Because uh, Palmer and I did the uh, yeah. the uh, ANHC, uh, the Australian Homebrewers Conference, uh, you know, last year, and uh, <clears throat> so you know they they said, oh, we want. I said, uh, well, you know, a couple of guys, real passionate, be excellent. You know, they're you know, people love them and and know them and would would be excited to see them there in Australia. And I think he said, "Well, we want people that are known." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So yeah, you know, once he gets to know you, I think, or you know, once you <laughs> once you're better known, right? And uh, he needs an agent. That's right, and that's a book, right. and that's a book. Right. You need a book. Yeah. Well, I don't have a book, but I will be appearing at Shafley's Tap Room in St. Louis on uh, June the twenty third. Check, yeah. check the forum to sign up. Yeah, I saw that. What's going on with you? Uh, do you have family out there? You're just doing an extra trip. I'm out just to doing St. Louis? a like a three city tour. And a boy. Yeah, three city tour. No, I do have family there. I, oh, you do. Okay. There's a wedding the following weekend, so I said, "Well, why 
go back and forth. I'll just spend some time there. So uh, Cool. Yeah, I mean, you could drink there as easy as you can drink I here. I figure, well, I can't drink alone, so I'll get some beginners to come out. We'll do That's a meetup. Right. Yeah. Oh, and you know, uh, get code out there. You know, when uh, if you get a chance and you hear us uh, promoting these things, come on out. Tasty isn't mentioning this because uh, he doesn't want you to be there. He wants you to be there. He wants you, he wants you to come out, say hi, have some fun, yeah, drink some beers. Yeah, he'd love to it's meet like, up with you. Well, everybody likes to do it. I like to do it. Yeah, it's it's one of the best parts of this whole thing is getting to meet uh, with uh, other brewers. And, oh yeah. Like-minded folk and very much like you know, I, I love hearing stories about you know what you're brewing and you know things that are going on, what what beers you like, and you know it's great for me. You know I I sit around with a bunch of idiots around here. You know what are we talking about <laughs> talking about the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'd I'd love to uh, I'd love to meet up with you wherever it may be. All right, well uh, is that all our business before uh, all our personal announcements? Personal announcements, uh, BYO. I do a BYO column, and you can get BYO magazine. If you're not already getting it, it's a good magazine. There's a lot of good information in there, a lot of good stuff. You can get it to uh, go to the Brewing Network. There's a big BYO logo uh, there. You just click on that. It takes you to the BYO site, and the Brewing Network gets credit for uh, signing you up, and, and they share a, a portion of that proceeds with the Brewing Network. So, uh, you know, you're supporting... Uh, you're getting a, a good magazine with lots of good information, and yeah. you're supporting the Brew Network yeah. all in one shot. So, well worth doing. You gonna, you gonna hit me with that? What's you don't on? give me the right answer. <laughs> Tasty's <laughs> wielding weapons today. Forty-two, or should I say, four twenty? I'll get it out when we do the uh, <laughs> the other beer. Right. Yeah, I see. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to get into uh, tasting uh, Justin's uh, rebrew of Mirror Pond. Back after this. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The The Time Brewers! Three brewers, three different eras, all caught in the same fermento chronological vortex, traveling through time, (laughs) righting brewing wrongs, and bringing beery wisdom to where and whenever it may be needed. Journey now with... Dr. Jean de Clerc. Greetings, listeners. 20th century Belgian super brewing scientist. Please, please, the yeast and the enzymes do the hard work. I am merely a facilitator. Icebox. What, what? 21st century Norwegian American home brewer rapper from St. Paul. Listen, listen, I bust attenuation maxims and my Yakima magnums make my log so smooth it's like a laxative. My spit got that static power after I mash for an hour. I got naked ladies in my brew room all covered in hot flowers. I swing a propagation flask like a five-liter dick. Get your nasty mid-drinking group on ass back to 1026, boo! And Brother Abelard. Up there with witch. Be gone! 12th century English monk and perpetuator of brewing superstition. My holy rod of divine bubbling shall maketh any ale to froth by the grace of heaven. And a modicum of bog myrtle hurts not either. Brought to you by Northern Brewer, your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento Chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, and equipment with $7.99 flat rate shipping. Tune in next time for more Time Brewers! Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, 
and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalashan and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamel. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The How-To Homebrew Beer Magazine. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Now back to Can You Brew It? All right, we're back. We are doing a rebrew show, so uh, this is where we go through the uh, beers that we failed to clone the first time, and uh, we've made some adjustments, brewed them again, and uh, we talk about what we changed and why. All right, so the first time that we uh, we did the Mirror Pond uh, show, uh, Justin was the the one on the hook to to clone that one, and uh, you know our. You know, our our sense of it was that it wasn't cloned, and as I recall, um, there were a couple of things. One was uh, it didn't have quite the hops, and um, uh, it didn't have the, uh, you know, that kind of biscuity uh, character, uh, bready character that uh, the Mirror Pond had. And I thought that it was a little... Um, a little bit kind of, you know, word I keep using a lot lately is flabby, you know, where, 
you know, there was just a lot of, you know, malt hanging around. So uh, Justin and I talked it over and um, uh, gave him some some additional hints. So, so should I uh, go ahead and redo the uh, the original recipe and then talk about what we changed from that? Yeah, why don't we do that? If it's quick, uh, yeah, and right. people want a final recipe, I'm getting that from the chat already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, well, they're gonna have to merge the two. Yeah, okay, they, they can do it. So, in in the six gallon batch, you can always go back to that other show and listen to that one and get that recipe again. Yeah, six gallon batch uh, anticipated uh, gravity was ten fifty three or thirteen Plato, <clears throat> and uh, IBU forty two point six using the Rager formula, ninety minute boil. Uh, all right, the the malt was ninety one and a half percent, or five point two three kilograms of uh, a pale malt, uh, and seven uh, percent, or point, uh, or four hundred grams of uh, crystal seventy five, and one point five percent, or uh, ninety grams of uh, Carapils dextrin malt, and then uh, hops. We were going twenty eight grams of Cascade. Uh, 6% alpha acid at uh, 85 minutes, 28 grams, uh, 6% alpha acid cascade uh, at uh, 30 minutes, the same amount at 5 minutes, and the same amount at 0 minutes, and then 7 grams of uh, cascade as well. It gets still at alpha of 6 uh, for dry hopping. And uh, White Labs WLP002 uh, English Ale Yeast. And a mash of uh, 149 Fahrenheit and... Uh, uh, a little bit of gypsum and ferment at 65 Fahrenheit, and then a diacetyl rest at the end. All right, so a couple of things. You know, one of the things um, was that uh, you know the the uh, uh, base malt. We thought that the you know here was here was one of the issues, and I think you know they mentioned in the interview that they're using pale ale malt. And somehow, I think this is my fault, when I transcribed this recipe, I just went with pale malt and not pale ale malt. And they're using a domestic pale ale malt. And there's there's a difference, and it's a, a fine difference. And, you know, when you're talking about like a British pale ale malt, you, you know, uh, Chris Maris Otter or, uh, you know, Beeston or, you know, whoever, they have a, a, a real biscuity, bready, cracker, you know, malt character to them. They're killed a little darker, and they have a lot, a lot more flavor. There is an American version, a domestic version uh, that Great Western puts out, mm-hmm. Great Western Pale Ale Malt, and it has a considerable amount of that character. I don't think it's quite the equivalent of some of the best uh, British Pale Ale Malts, but it's a fine malt, and it's 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 just. Well, let me put it this way: it's not that it's you know better or worse; it's different. And, I, and how would it compare to two row, for, uh, for instance? Uh, two row is is like a very clean, you know, almost no flavor neutral. kind of malt, very neutral. Mm-hmm. And then you go with this uh, domestic pale ale, and you get a little okay. of that that bready, crackery, you know, type of character that was missing in the in the beer previously. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's our continental malt, basically the pale you're talking about, yeah, as compared yeah, to like right, right, Maris right. Otter. Uh, another change we made was uh, there wasn't enough dry hopping there. And I think again that was my fault. Uh, you know, I I went with calculating what they were adding, and you know, just 
wasn't enough. I mean, I, you know, who knows? Um, well, and it was next to nothing when right. I added it, was it a, the first time. A quarter ounce, yeah, a yeah. quarter ounce in well, six gallons. I felt is, like it wasn't worth opening up the fermenter and, <laughs> right, and right. risking contamination, right? But, you know, so uh, you know that we wanted to up. Uh, we up that to uh, let's see here. 21 uh, grams. 21 grams. Yeah. So more like uh, three quarters of an ounce huh. of uh, dry hop uh, at Cascade. And I think, uh, you know, that uh, that's just not too much for this beer. It, it, it's, you know, maybe on the bright side, maybe you go a half ounce. But, uh, you know, three quarters should, should be uh, should be fine. There's a lot of Cascade already in there. I mean, it's like you're, right, you know, you're, right. you can't accentuate it too much. Right. Uh, the other thing I said was, uh, let's see here. Um uh, use uh, less gypsum. So you mentioned uh, 15 to 17 grams of gypsum, and I suggested dropping it down to 10 to 12 grams. And I did. I, I dropped it down to 11 grams. Okay. I'm a in the middle kind of there guy. There you go. All right. <laughs> Precision. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Measuring in grams. You all should be measuring in grams. You got me sold on the grams, actually. It's so much easier. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it, and this was the first brew I've done since you've been really, you know, kind of, and I I did switch all the grams, and and you're right. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, ProMash or uh, Beersmith, uh, they do all those conversions for you. Right. You just flip over to display in a different measure, and then you're pretty much done. Yeah. And it gives you a lot more precision and, and ease of conversion. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, there was a there was a little bit of a, uh, uh, a flabby character. So I think you know that was uh, you know more like a yeast pitching rate or oxygenation or you know something something along those lines. Uh, and those were the, those were the the comments that we had in that show. Yeah. So you rebrewed it. I rebrewed it. Um, so I did, I did make all those changes and I, I did not know about the, the, I didn't know that there was a pale ale malt as, as, as opposed to just a pale malt. And, you know, I'm a big fan of pale ales anyway. In fact, a lot of my failed beers have been trying to make a good pale ale. I just love the style. I'm now a believer in the great Western pale ale malt. I love this malt. Mm-hmm. It's a good malt. And I'd be good willing stuff. to try other pale ale malts too, but, uh, it's the first time I used one. So right. I did switch to 100% of that. Um, I think that's key. In, in cloning this beer, yeah, you're not going to be able to do it without it. Yeah, it made a it made a huge difference. Um, uh, so I liked using that. That was great. Um, now uh, the rest of it, you know, one lesson that I learned a little bit is just you know we give um, on the Kenny Brewett recipes, we're always giving um, quantity of hops, mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes just assuming that the alpha acid is the same. Mm, no, we should be mentioning alpha acid. Okay, because it's not, and so sometimes mm-hmm. when you punch these things in, you, you know your your IBUs come out differently, right. and right. and so we can talk about that later. But I did find it challenging to to punch in the numbers right. that you gave me and figure out IBUs of a beer because I don't. Here I am on one hand listening to Jamil, and I and I, and I want to listen to you uh, because you, you've given me the recipe. This is the way it goes. And on the other hand, I'm looking at numbers in my brewing mm-hmm. software, mm-hmm. and they're different. Right. And so I did find it challenging to decide how to do that. Well, and the the easy way to to make those calculations if you don't have brewing software, and, and we're saying, all right, you know, twenty eight grams, six percent alpha acid at eighty five minutes, and it turns out you have uh, you know seven and a half percent alpha acid, right? Uh, cascades. Yeah. All right. The, the way to do it is you take your twenty eight grams, multiply that times the six percent alpha acid in the recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that gives you whatever one twenty and forty eight, one hundred and sixty eight, right? 
you take your 168, divide it by whatever the alpha acid is of the hops you're going to use, which is 7.5%. You divide you know, 168 by 7.5, that gives you how many grams. Yeah. So you're, you've, there's your adjustment for, for different alpha acid. Okay. Okay. All right. The, where it becomes challenging is you don't want to make those adjustments in your, your really late additions. You know, when you're at dry hopping, zero minute, five minute, I wouldn't adjust that, but uh, uh, an 85 and a 30 minute, I'd adjust those. Yeah. Because that's where the bulk of your bittering is going to be. Which, an IBU or two, one way or another, really isn't going to make a difference. Right. Which, by the way, is an important uh, and and odd feeling part about this beer is that eighty five minute hop addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm used to doing a ninety minute boil, right. but then sixty minute hops. Right, right. And so there I am out there getting my boil right, you know, watching the boil over, getting, and then throwing in an eighty five minute addition. But mm-hmm. the brewer was adamant about it, and, and sure. so make sure you do it. Well, and you know the the reason you know most commercial brewers will do that because um, you know it's it's a much more economical way of getting your bittering. You know, uh, you you get more bittering from it, and you know it's it's worth doing. Okay. Um, so then, you know, as far as changes, uh, you know, I, I hit my mash temperature right on this time. Mm-hmm. I didn't last time. I had to add some cold water, things mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. I got it right on this time. Uh, it was a pretty flawless brew. Um, I did up the dry hops to twenty one. I fermented at sixty five. Mm-hmm. Um, I pitched at the right temperature this time, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to let it sit overnight. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about this where. Um, um, we weren't getting very good chilling out of our out of our system mm-hmm. here, and so Chad and I both were kind of doing the practice of letting the wort sit overnight mm-hmm. and then pitching, which is what I did last time. Mm-hmm. This time we uh, with we used the Blickman Therminator and were able to get the beer down. I it, you know it sat in my more beer conical at uh, sixty nine degrees right when I transferred it. Mm-hmm. So I waited a little while because he if you listen again, he ferments real cold. Mm-hmm. He says sixty five or lower. Right. Um I pitched at sixty five. Mm-hmm. And I pitched that night. Mm-hmm. That was great. Actually transferring it like sixty eight, sixty nine and a couple hours later it was down to sixty five mm-hmm. from the from the fermenter. It was, I was Because you got the more beer uh, conical with the uh with the, the temperature on it. Coolers on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how, how fast it got down, actually. It was really yeah. just a couple of hours. So I was excited about that. This is, might be the first beer I've done where I was mm-hmm. able to pitch right away at the right temp. Well, I think you, you put a lot more attention to detail into this one. I think you really uh, you really stepped up to the plate on it. I did. I did pay attention a lot more. I'll tell you another thing that was different. So last time, I did one vial of yeast in a 2,000 mil starter. Mm-hmm. And I think I did it for a couple of days. It was a little longer than this starter. Mm-hmm. But I didn't use the Mr. Multi-Calculator. I just said, I was See, like, well, that one vial. Well, this time I did it, and, 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 the, and the Multi-Calculator asks you how long your starter is going to be going and, 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 and what quantity, et cetera. It's all right there. It's, it's very self-explanatory. Well, I, so it was two vials Mm-hmm. Of this English yeast mm-hmm. in a two thousand mil starter, mm-hmm. so because you were doing eleven gallon batch, right, right. But I still think I pitched a significantly larger amount of yeast this time, right? Um, because I let previously. that starter go the full time. Mm-hmm. It was two full vials. Um, it was a big mm-hmm. starter. Cool. Um, what else? Um, I did then, as you said, I upped the dry hop to twenty one grams, right? Um, and uh, let it go. I fermented at sixty five all the way through uh, about four days. After uh, fermentation uh, began, I did let it uh, free rise. free rise to seventy two, mm-hmm. and I I capped it at seventy two. And that that 
you know, really eliminates uh, diacetyl right there. Yeah, you know, it really helps clean it up. Let's let's get to the uh, let's get to the voting, and then we'll hear some more uh, information on how you brewed this. Okay. All right, let's go with um, Chad. Uh, what do you think here? What's what's your opinion uh, on these on these two beers? He's Hello, speaking okay. into the wrong microphone, but that's okay. All right, we love him anyway. Well, first off, best beer I've ever had from Justin, Thank hands you. down. Thank oh yeah, hands down. Yeah. Great yeah. job with it. Tastes really good. Um, the color is spot on, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, carbonation's pretty close. Maybe you beg to differ there, but um, it's very well made. It's uh, hoppy. It's got a little bit of that bready thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, in the malt, and uh, it does have a little too much bitterness as far as uh, well, well. We'll talk about colors, I guess, to start, right? Sure. Okay. So we have a blue sample and a green sample in front of us. So yeah. the blue, mm-hmm. I find a little more bitter, mm-hmm. um, and we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, just well-made beer, but maybe mm-hmm. just a little too much bitterness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So y- you're I, calling it not clone? Not clone. Not clone. All right. All right. And uh, <laughs> right in the heart, yeah, and twist, twist, twist that twist. knife. <laughs> well, you know, what? I, oh, you assume it's a knife. I'm glad Chad. I'm glad Chad got to go first. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to stomp on my guts I have a first. Great big knife. Yeah. All right. All right, wise guy. What is your... Okay, tasting. Go ahead. Well, I as well. I noticed a difference in bitterness. I, I would say it's probably what ten uh, percent, maybe a little less than ten percent more bitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Blue, mm-hmm. uh, which I assume is uh, well, and then the uh, the green beer uh, has this really uh, pronounced I call it middle. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, I don't know resinous or uh, dextrinous feel in the middle of the uh, mm. of the flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like um, the hops seem like kind of pronounced in that in that in that area. Uh, in the blue, it's pretty much just uh, like a straight line hop uh, sort of thing, uh, mm-hmm. front to back. If I was to give you, you know, a pint of Mirror Pond, we're at a party, and then, you know... So, and Mirror Pond's not my favorite. Say Mirror Pond is my favorite beer. So, right. like, I have good memory of Mirror Pond. Right, or, just, or not. You know, here. Okay, so... Oh, well, we got Mirror Pond, right. you know, or, or we got, uh, you know, something else. Right. And you're like, well, give me the Mirror Pond. I give yeah. you a Mirror Pond, and then I give you a pint of Justin's. You gonna you gonna notice the difference? You gonna say, "Well, pff, this this isn't Mirror Pond." Yeah, I, yeah, I think I would because the atten- I'm really focused on attenuation and uh-huh. uh, and what I think is Justin's beer, huh? Is very very much more attenuated than the uh, more attenuated. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're saying would, not clone? Well, I would, if it was a party, I just drank it. I wouldn't think twice. <laughs> right? You wouldn't you didn't <laughs> say well, a so, damn thing. First, yeah, I'd say, like, "Where did okay. I put my beer?" <laughs> <laughs> Where did Chad go? Jesus, left again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so is a couple, yeah. There's two differences I'm finding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know what to do about one of them, but uh, the other one it has that. Uh, I call it a Sierra Nevada mouthfeel thing going. Um, uh, do they use whole hops there? I wonder if they uh, at uh, at the shoots. Uh, that didn't come up, or I don't, don't remember, remember mentioning that. that. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, not that yeah, I know. There's that difference. I, I, just, I, I don't think that would be the difference. Though. Uh, you know, maybe 
you know, bump, uh, you know, some of the five minute or 30 minute back towards the, you know, the 85 or something like that. But, you know, um, well, what do you think? <laughs> Clock starts now. Who me? Yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, you know, it's actually, <laughs> it's pretty uh, darn close. First off, I will say this is a really well made beer. It is. Yeah. Justin's clone beer is, both these beers are really well made. This is what we call a criticism sandwich. This is uh this is a uh, no it's open face I think you start with it. I, I I would say that this is perfectly fermented. This is, you know, perfectly done. I think you know maybe there's things you would tweak, but it's really close. Where you know really I, you know, I think close. I think the listeners get, you know, this 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 they assume and you see them on the forum they're like, "Well, you guys are like, you know, there's all these differences and you know, this isn't cloned. You're just, you know, whatever." It's like, "Oh, please, shove it up your ass." You know, <laughs> the, the, the the differences we're talking about are you you would not be able to tell the difference. You know, if we handed you one and handed you the other, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Side by side, when oh. you sniff from one glass to the other, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and you're hunting for the slightest possible difference that, you know, if you just waited five minutes and I handed you a glass again, you'd go, yeah, that one's different. It'd be the same beer, and you'd tell me it was different each time. That's that's a, the how minimal these these, how subtle these differences are. In this case, you know, it's it's pushing that boundary of subtle difference to significant difference. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 close. It's, it's close. real close. And I'm not sure that if if I was drinking Mirror Pond and you slipped in a pint of this clone, whether I'd say anything or not. It's certainly in the same balance, the same. It's category. got all. This, it's got all the same flavor profile. Yeah, the ingredients are all in there. Of course. I think. I think they're both attenuated. You know, the same. I think they're both. Uh, I think they they've got the same hot profile, carbonation, color. Um, I, I think one's a little bit brighter on the fruity esters. And one's a little brighter on the hop character. But again, it's such a subtle little difference that after a moment, I mean, when it's first poured and you're rapidly sniffing both of them, maybe you get these things. But then after a couple of minutes, the difference is gone. And then there's a slight difference in bitterness. But um, I don't know. Maybe just to throw Justin a bone, I'm going to call it cloned. <laughs> wow. I'm saying clone. Uh, I appreciate right. the bone. See, and, and, and next time I need you to slip me the bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm counting you, right? Oh, yeah. Next time I'm, I'm <laughs> got got a loosey-goosey one, uh, I'm going to call it cloned. Wow. All right. Call it cloned, uh, bitches. Bitches? Just go right ahead. I'll tell you, it's it's an excellent beer. Thank uh, you. No, that's very good. You know, it's really well They're done. They're both good. Yeah. Do I get to vote on it this time you on the reboot? Sure, yeah, yeah, we always vote. On yeah. yeah? What's your own? thought? Well, my thought is F tasty. Oh, what? First of all, there's oh. too many differences. He wouldn't yeah. tell. There was just you one. know what? And I'm being serious for a second. He wouldn't know the difference. He wouldn't know a, the if difference. If we handed yeah, him the two beers. Not. Now, I'm not saying there, is, like probably, I'm not saying there isn't a difference now, and we're, we're picking them out now. I don't mean that. Not, I don't mean to say that. But, wait, but your question about no. if we handed you one after a couple of mirror ponds and then we handed you mine, yeah. you don't know the no, difference. I, I agree. Right. I agree. We could pick mirror pond out of the lineup. And neither would I. Uh... And there I is down a lot of mirror pond. I do my memory. So I have no memory. So of that. I got I I had a lot on Friday. <laughs> I was out Friday night uh, drinking a whole lot of mirror pond. 
Ruined my Saturday, as a matter of fact. That's how much Mira Pond I had on Friday. Um, you know, there is the bitterness thing that everyone's picking up on. And, and it was even more so when I when I transferred it. I knew right away. Well, and, you know, uh, when we first, you know, tried it, yeah. I, I was I was thinking, oh, you know, too bitter. Yeah. But side by side, the bitterness isn't that far off. It's pretty darn close. And I feel like that, too. I ended up feeling like that later when I, I, I've been I've been drinking them side by side uh, several times leading up to the show because mm-hmm. I've just been real curious if it's going to change. Um and it has changed a little bit. Um, man. So there's always the two things. Would I know the difference if he handed me one? The answer to that is no. I think it's it's close enough to me, and I'm a mm. big uh, fan of Mirapon that I wouldn't know the difference. I, I'd yeah. say it was Mirapon. The other one is would I change a recipe? Well, because I recognized right when I transferred it that it was a little more bitter, I mm. guess I would look for less bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that means that I have to drop you know, a little bit of my hops... <laughs> And I guess I'm changing the recipe, right? So, right. oh man, I really want to say cloned because it's so cl- it is close to me, well, but the bitterness is well. Different. There's more than one way to back off. I mean, to make the hops less pronounced. So if I just wait for six months, will it be cloned? Because then I could just say cloned. <laughs> if I don't have to change the recipe, if I just sit on it for six I months, think, I think another two weeks you could probably say cloned. Yeah, as far as bitterness goes, if then that's, then that's cloned. But you know our standards are: would we change your recipe? And I feel like if you if you're going to tell me that I have to drop off on that bitterness, then um, yeah. Well, not. and that was one of the other things um, was you know there's a, a difference between you know yours has a, a little more fusely alcohol, okay, and less esters. It's a little clean on the ester profile, and on the mirror pond, it's a little more estery and less fusel alcohol. And you know the 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 thing there is. Uh, probably in this case less oxygen addition mm-hmm. and you know when the, the yeast are utilizing that oxygen and they're growing they're not producing the compounds that later become esters um although a few alcohols are part of what become esters um if you give a lot of oxygen then you tend to get more fusel alcohols and less esters so uh it, you know, it's like a bell curve but I think if you backed off on the oxygen a little bit, you, you'd be, you know, just so darn close to Mirror Pond, then, you know, I think the brewers at Mirror Pond uh, at Deschutes wouldn't know the difference. Well, then, if that's the case, and we can talk about this, um, you know, later or, or now, uh, I did give it a lot of oxygen. I had an oxygen mishap. Mm. So if you're telling me that that would be, that, that, that would be a process change by me not having that oxygen mishap, then I would say cloned. Because then I wouldn't change a recipe, and it is that close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to get out of rebrewing it. I'll rebrew it. I like this beer a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the change that we would make, then my two answers are correct. That is, would you give it to me? And I'd say to Mirror Pond, yes, I would. Mm-hmm. And would I not change a recipe? Right. And in that case, then no, I wouldn't. And I can right. tell you what I did with the O2, so you know that too. But then I'd say cloned, and then we split the vote here in the room. You would say, or you are saying cloned? I, if that's the change, it does come down to what Jay Z tells me has yeah, to be, has to be changed. We leave and if his same. if his major change is just that I need to not do what I did with the O2, I potentially put two minutes of O2 in this beer. I'll just mm-hmm. throw that out there, uh, which was a lot because I did it for a minute, right? And yeah. then when I pulled it out and I kind of tested it, mm-hmm. it didn't seem to be working. So I did it for another minute, thinking I didn't um, O2 it. At what at what flow rate? Do you know? I don't know. Right. So flow rate's important. Okay. Uh, you know the amount that you're pumping out, and you know if you if you're if you got a rig where you don't know what the flow rate is, 
as long as you can make it consistent, you can dial up or down from there. Got it. Um, you know, time-wise, you just want to get the same flow every time. If you got a medical regulator or even one of those cheap flow I do. meters, then you know they'll be like half liter, you know, full liter, you know, one liter, one and a half, two. And you can do like a you know uh, a flow of a liter a minute for a minute, or half liter a minute for two minutes, you know. And that's okay. Yeah. You're saying, mm-hmm. yeah. I think Depends I did. What, I think I did about a liter, at least a liter a minute for two minutes. Right, is what I did. Which is, um, uh, you know, which is probably okay. But um, you know, I, I think in this beer, I would I would back that off just slightly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a you know the process difference, but you know it's a subtle difference. Again, like I said, that disappears after just a couple of minutes mm-hmm. of exposure to the air. It's like you don't you don't even notice it anymore. What about the dry hop? You you mentioned you know wow it smells like Mirror Pond. Yeah. So what was your dry hop schedule, Justin? And what was the brewer aiming for? Do you know how many days they were dry hopping for or versus I, what you did? No, I, honestly, I don't. I know that um, I left it a little longer because it was right when I hurt my back, so I couldn't rack it. I had to wait for you to help me uh, get that beer on. So I I I was dry. I dry hopped for about twelve days before I got you to help me out. And I don't remember actually what he said to dry hop it for. Mm. I really though, I felt like it was such a small amount of dry hop that I yeah. didn't care. I didn't think about it. Could yeah, you ever, I have? I could it's... you ever pull a perceived bitterness from too long a dry hop or a astringency from sure. the hop? Or... Well, and you know, there's tannins in in the leaves, so uh, that that can also add to that perception of bitterness. But is this a like a greener type of bitterness, or is it like a? Yeah. It's just bitter. I mean, it's all gonna. Yeah. Tastes um, the same, or is it something you can pick that's, out? Yeah, that's a possibility as well. Mm. Right. Mm. Just had to bring it up. Yeah, but no, it's uh, a good question. Should I have cared about my length of time and and the, at this amount, small amount I, of dry hops? I, I don't think that made yeah. made much of a difference. And I, again, I think you know your sample maybe had just a slightly brighter hop character to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, it's really subtle. Yeah, you know, we are hunting for you know. Minor differences here. Do we do this with everybody's beer? Yeah, we do. <laughs> you yeah. hunters. Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem. And then the people <laughs> listen. They're like, "Well, you know, yeah. How in the world? Yeah. It's like, well, you know, if you if you buy, you know, two different production runs of your favorite commercial beer, right? Side by side, those beers. I'm telling you, you're going to find differences. You know, it's real close. Yeah. You know, those guys are doing their absolute best to make those beers as identical as possible. But, you know, unless you're doing the Anheuser-Busch thing and, you know, the major tanks and the blending, blending. of the three batches, and even they have subtle differences between the between the beers, which they can tell because they've got all the scientists that they need, um, you know, in craft beer, it's not that important. Um, you know, you, you want a consistent product. You want a high-quality product, but very slightly because of, you know, uh, hops or malt or something like that. That's okay. Not a big deal. You know, uh, not not something to really worry about. You know, it's, um, you know, uh, so if you were to taste your favorite craft beer side by side, batch to batch, you're mm. gonna see, you're gonna sense these types of differences that we have. Yeah, those are the types of differences you're gonna you're gonna sense in most of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we're probably closer than a lot of they the are batch to, to they batch. are to themselves. Huh? Uh, a lot of times, yeah. yeah. 
you know, and they're they're okay with it. You know, a lot of them realize it's like, well, no, it's not. You know, it's a it's an art. It's a it's a craft. It's you know mm-hmm. the 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 differences that they experience, uh, uh, you know, are important to the beer. All right, so uh, I don't know, cloned, not cloned. Well, so my answer depends on you saying, "Would you are you going to change the hop additions on me?" The recipe that I gave, I would not change the hop additions on those. Okay, so you would just change the O two that I did, right? Then I say cloned. And by the way, the chat. Some people in the chat want us to say cloned, just so I'll shut up about it because oh. I talk about it on every show. <laughs> Okay, if that's the vote in the chat, <laughs> yeah. if the chat concurs, then that's well, three the tiebreakers. Is that the they're, they're the, the tiebreaking tie vote? Just to shut me up. All right, over the break, uh, we'll, we, the chat room gets to vote, and they'll be the tiebreakers for this. All right, so we'll take a short break, and when we come back. We'll get into uh, fish alt rebrew. Back out of the downtown Joe's located in the historic Oberon building in beautiful downtown Napa, California offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, downtown Joe's has been voted best night spot seven times and best brew pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his tail wagon amber ale and double secret probation IPA, are the perfect accent to river Side dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the beer of the month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army member special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity Voices Impersonated. The cutting-edge equipment from Blickman Engineering is designed by brewers to make your brew day shorter, more enjoyable, and to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. 
Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BNARMY in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah, some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right. So what's the... Uh, uh, Consensus from the chat. It's roughly it's cloned. It's cloned. It looked roughly about it's you know I try to count people multiple voting. It looked about eight to four cloned. Uh huh. Some of it comes from just getting us to move on and things like that. <laughs> uh, others were Pretty like bad. saying oh, it looks close. Other others seem legitimate. So the the the, the consensus seems to be cloned. Cloned. All right. Done. All right. <laughs> All right yeah. Thank God we're done with that. So, and just to recap, any final changes to the original recipe would be make sure you use uh, the right. Great Western Pale Ale Malt. Yep. Uh, cut down on the gypsum that I use. That wasn't in right. your recipe. Right. That was yeah. what I did. Make sure you only use like 10 oh. grams. Um, right. Yeah, you were using 15 to 17 and cut that. So a, a small amount of gypsum. Um, yeah. Use uh, a, a, approximately one gram per gallon. Okay. Gypsum. Okay. No, no more than one gram per gallon. Okay. Of your of your recipe, and then twenty one grams of dry hops as opposed to the original recipe. Right. Yeah. Right. And then it seems to be cool. And then don't make the mistake. And then with the O two, like you said, you could go um, thirty seconds at at a flow rate mm-hmm. of a liter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, you you need to play with that, and you know, uh, pitching rate, Mister Multi dot com, pitching rate calculator. Use that, and then uh, you know, mess with your fermentation temperature and your oxygen levels to get you the same ester profile that you're going to find in a mirror pond. Okay, but I'll tell you, Justin, I'm very impressed with the quality of that beer and how well that was brewed. Well, that thanks, was, man. That was excellent. That's you know, that's a, the kind of beer we know you can you can uh, brew, which is. Uh, you know, really well done. Now, now I have three beers for it. Well, I'm happy about it because, like I said, I'm I'm just a, I've been trying to brew a good pale ale for years and years. I've not really moved on from the style because I've been waiting to brew a good pale ale. And now that I brewed a good pale ale, I feel like I can brew something. Else. No, that's a hard beer to make. No, it's a good. It's hard to break your uh, yeah. again on that beer for sure. So I'm excited. Uh, it will be a, a probably the first beer I'm sharing with Pride when we go to SoCal this weekend. I'll, I'll happily be handing oh, out glasses. That'll be this great. Beer. Yeah, I'm good. excited about that. It's really fun. It's exciting. I even texted Jamil a little bit while I was doing the tastings, just because I was so excited about the beer and trying to figure out how cloned it is, and uh, I don't know, got me fired up about the hobby. 
So any beer that does that for you, I think, yeah. is a good beer, right? It is. If it gets you fired up. Yeah, to make another batch. Yeah. Failure or not, it, that's well, a good beer. You know, and I, when he sent me that, I was I understood exactly what you're saying. It's a little bit nerve-wracking to have a clone up on the show. And, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I, I did everything I, you know, I thought I should do. I, I think it's, you know, really well done. Is it cloned? Is it not? You yeah. Know, what's yeah. everybody going to say? Are they going to stab me in the back? Tasting <laughs> Chad? Are they going to have you back? Like, uh, I don't think they're that stuff at all. Jay-Z well, does, no, right? and I certainly didn't have a fear of failure. Right. I just I had a lot of curiosity. I was, right, you right. really want to hear what people think about your beer that way. And, and that's one of the reasons that competition's good. Because if yeah. you taste a beer yourself, you know which beer's which. No matter how much you try and switch it up, you sure. can have somebody serve it to you blind. That helps. But, you know, until you can give it to somebody else and have them give you their honest opinion on it, yeah. you don't really know. And, you know, that's one of the great things about competition. It goes in blind. They have no idea it's yours. Yeah. You know, whatever feedback you get is feedback you get. Yeah. Like it or not. You yeah, know, no sympathy. And, and, and you can, right. you know, uh, learn something from it. Well, so it was real fun for me. So thanks. Well, thank you. You did a good job. And and actually, uh, when we did the last uh, Bruce Strong shows, I think I drank uh, three or four pints of your, your punk loan. Yeah. It was good. I had to That's take it off beer. tap yesterday because <laughs> we've all been drinking it. So I took it off tap to make sure we had it uh, for today. It's the best beer here. And then, of course, to bring home a full, uh, bring down a full keg to SoCal uh, this weekend. So, yeah, everyone's been drinking it. Even Chad. Did you feel bad about that when you took it offline? I did. Now you know how I feel. Yeah, I don't like doing Sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah. See? No, I know. Because you do. You want to share. You want to keep sharing. But if it's got to stick around for a show or for competition, I get it. We always get it. But yeah, I certainly felt bad. But we no, had a bunch of bottle. Sucks. We had a bunch of bottle beer around. I didn't care. Yeah. The thing that people forget is that homebrew batch sizes, you know, five or ten. Yeah. And you know, you think some people think ten's big, aren't really suited for having a beer on tap that people can just walk up to and pull pints. Right. It's gone in no time. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. See, so I, don't, I don't have that problem. Cause Cause you're, 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 no, yeah. Nobody comes out to my house. Although you guys We came. found you. Yeah. We yeah. Found you. Chad and uh, well, was on business. We were there on business. Right, right. Can you brew business, actually? When your Can daughters you are about 17 or 18, you come say that again. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, and so my court day is uh, <laughs> yeah. April 15th. Right. And I really, you know, I feared for my life when I shot him. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had a big group over there in the man, garage. We know, had, this, this man it. cave. We're in the man cave. I, yeah, I, was good. I, I loved it. I'm so glad you guys came over. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, it was, it was great to, to have you guys by. If you know more people would come over, I'd probably have more beer. On, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. You'd probably be making beer. That's true. That's well, not not nearly as fun. All right, we'll be over next week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. Um, all right. So we're we're tasting the uh, the beers uh, the the clone attempts for the uh, uh, 8 Mile Leavenworth Fish, fish Alt. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, I gotta say, I think that uh, number one or number two is the Fish Alt. Why do we have three in front of us? Do we have... Uh, oh, well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pulling out the uh, the original. I have the original that we... Uh, the, f- oh, the one we said fail. We DQ'd. Okay. And uh, then the, new, the, the rebrew. And the rebrew, which uh, you know I did in March. And then we, have, of course, have the original. Okay. The All right. Well, in that first one, we really only DQ'd it because bitterness. Oh, so, yeah, bitter. I I th- think, didn't we I think, say it was a water problem ultimately? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. yeah. I backed right. on way, way down. I talk about it a little bit later, but 
way down on the uh, chlorides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, color. And, right. I think, and color issue. I think number three is the one that uh, you said you had fermentation problems with and repitched. Yeah. That's different. And even the color is different. That's the new beer. Now, I did back down on the on That the, is the new on beer. On the in the new beer, yes. But right. it's a little darker. Well, there you go. So it shows you what that did. <laughs> right. Well, you know, water chemistry has a big, big impact. All right. AJ DeLang uh, went, went, went through that with uh-huh. us uh, on uh, Bruce Strong. But, you know, I'll tell you, number three is, a, you know, this is an excellent alt that you'd get in Dusseldorf. Did you enter this? No, I just... Uh, just finished it, huh? No, I didn't enter. I, I wasn't. I didn't. Wasn't proud of the beer. It wasn't beer I even considered for competition. I did uh, enter the uh, original, and it was judged uh, a couple weekends ago. Okay. Then it got like a you know thirty two. I think it, they said it should have been a. I had it in the wrong. I had it should have been a northern, and I had it. No, so, no, they don't know what they're talking about. You got <coughs> that was the BJCB judge. Please. Well, he's got his head up. Stupid with the river. She's got his, her head up her ass. <laughs> You know, people who never been never been out there and never tasted those beers, and you know, they all put their email. I'll say, hey, Jamil, I had some comments for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they, I, I'll like, give them a school in in, in alts. You know, please. Um, wow. You know these these alts here. Uh, you know, number one or number two. Uh, you know, all these are like Dusseldorf alts. Number one and number two are you know on one end of the the spectrum, which a lot of people think alts are and then the majority of the other alts out there are more like number three hmm. they're a little maltier and kind of like a you know a darker or a little you know subtle fruity thing going on so what's this northern northern southern what's the difference there what, what what's that all about northern german alt it's more like a uh you know, think Munich Dunkel, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, lager, you know, brewed with lager yeast a lot of times. Um, not as hoppy. Uh, you know, cleaner, more lagerish. So, uh, uh, Schwalmer makes a, a, a good one. It's a, the one with a P, Piffer or Piffin or... I just had one the other day. Pisser? Could be pisser. I just had it the other day, but I didn't know the difference between like a northern German alt right. and another alt. And mm-hmm. but the way you're describing it, right. I think it was a northern German alt. Yeah, lighter in color, much more lager like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and a, a great alt. But mm-hmm. I was well, I'm used to darker. seeing a number three also, uh, right. something like that. Right. Uh, so actually, I think all three of these are really good alts. But number three is like, I love that beer. <laughs> that is just a great. Dusseldorf alt, like really good, you yeah. get on the Altstadt. It's darker. It's it's actually got kind of a little malty kind of sweetness to it, and um, ah, that's that's fantastic. I think number one and number two are cloned, and I don't know, I don't know which one's your beer, but I would. One, I'm, well, I'm I got guessing, three. I got two beers on the table. Here, so. I'm guessing uh, number two is your beer, Whoa. and number one's the what, Levitation. I didn't, I didn't uh, do the key. Chad's the guy with the secret. I can't give it out yet, can I? We'll let everybody talk about it. Mm-mm. No, if, if <laughs> I can give it out yet, I'm still deciding, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, might, I, might I, be the other good. way around. I think number two is the, levi- the, the Let me tell you this. Seven. Okay, so, uh, well. All right. Pincus, by the way, was the one I had. Sorry. Pincus. Pincus. Oh, the Pincus. Out of Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Hmm. All right. Let's go with uh, Justin first. Uh. Well, I guess we ha- really <laughs> right, need uh, to know since there's three. Uh, if if it's if it's number three, is the Leavenworth then not cloned? Yes. If the Leavenworth is number one or number two, then cloned. So I guess we need to know which which one yeah. is it at this point. I agree with that because and I yeah. Go so ahead. it is either one or two is the clone. Okay. And also one of the commercial examples. So, yeah, the commercial example and the clone. Is, but I won't right. tell you which one's which. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. All right, Justin, That's so... Good. Then cloned. Cloned, yeah. Cloned. And, uh... Tasty, you filter monkey. <laughs> what? I'm trying to figure out if you strayed from your, uh... <laughs> That's, not, That's how cloned it is, because I'm trying to go, well, the unfiltered <laughs> like one must not be... Good. must not be tasties. Um, no, they're, they're... They're... And it's affecting the color see. difference that I see... Two. Uh, the number three is a deeper and darker red, mm-hmm. right, and it right. is more clear. It's a deeper and darker darker red. I think that that's Tasty's, um, right? Because he's a filter monkey. Yeah, number three is is Tasty's. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. aside from that, but number one or number two, which one's monkey. the 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 Leavenworth? I, number one. I think it's uh, number two. I, I think, think it's, it's number two. Leavenworth is number two. That's oh, I, I thought that Chad just said that. No, oh, I didn't say anything yet. Oh. I'm just shaking just my head at everybody. He's taking in the data. Going, huh? Oh, well, that threw me off then because I thought he was saying that number one and number three, one of them's the Leavenworth and one of them's the clone. But if that's not what you're saying, number one, one and number one, two. Number one and number two. Mm. One's a commercial, one's. Which one's. Oh, uh, then number clone. two is absolutely the Leavenworth, which is a completely different color. So number three is color? Tasty's beer. See, I think it's, it's really close. close. Yeah. Look at I, mine. I don't know if we have the same beers. Look at oh. this is my number well, one you, and my number three. Oh, no, not right. not no no. That's one and your two. two. One and two. three. We're talking that one and three. two. We're talking one. And See two. the numbers on there. Oh, that one and three. <laughs> no, well, that's no, 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 no. One and two. Get three out of there for a second. One and two. Yeah. Set aside. You're right. Number one is a little darker. Okay. So if you look at it, two is a clearer beer. So that's probably just affecting a little bit. I don't know. I I think they're so close. I mean, oh Even yeah, they're clarity. absolutely very close. Even but in clarity, it is just they're real sh- close. Just a little darker. I can see that. Yeah, yeah I can see a shit. Uh, yeah. But it's just it's more just a clarity. No, I, yeah, I would see it's darker. Yeah. And one other know. thing, if if you're looking at beers for color and clarity, you know, and you're you're holding them up, yeah, switch sides and then try it again. Oh. That's what I kept doing. <laughs> you know? That's what like, I was doing yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Well, the first really thing close. is, even if I think it's cloned, I'm not going to give it to Tasty. F that guy. <laughs> not after the last one. Uh, I, I was, if I thought these were different, I would tell you. No, I know. Exactly. I would just. I would find no. something just to make you feel better. I, I, no, I say right. cloned, too. One and two clone, are, 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 yeah, right, cloned. Yeah. I, I say cloned. I say number two is, I, at first I said number one's the, the uh, Leavenworth, and, but now I think number two's the Leavenworth. It's slightly fruitier. <laughs> it's a, I, I just because I think my beer's still darker. Character, and I and I remember the Leavenworth being slightly fruitier. And you know that's one of the things about all beers. I think people think, oh, you know, it's supposed to be you know perfectly clean and no fruity yesterday. It's a, it's a subtle thing, but you know there should be a little bit in there. Hmm. That's one thing I like about the. So it's warming three. up. I'm getting that a little bit too. Mm. It's pretty pleasant. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's not uh, not excessive, but you know it gives a little extra character to yeah. the beer. Uh well and, and, and tasty since uh, Chad poured uh, what's what's your what's your take on it? Well, I'm I'm definitely going with the clone thing. I agree mm-hmm. they're they're uh, <laughs> identical in flavor. <laughs> uh, it's hard to find something different. Uh, 
what I'm confused. So, yeah, I'm saying clone, but then, of course, I have it. The third beer here, of course, is, is could be my old beer that I brewed in, in 2009, which we first compared to, to Fish Alt. Really? Could be, right? <sighs> this is probably the new beer, right? The three. Could, could be. Oh, so that's I'm, what I'm assuming. Yeah. So it we're seems actually so different. So if that's the case, and we're comparing the original alt that failed, right. and saying now that it's cloned, now it's cloned <laughs> with enough time, which I hate to do. The problem is, you know, for instance, for instance, a problem we have is we bring you know a beer off the shelf, and then we compare it to a beer we just I just took out of the fermenter and put some CO two uh, in. Don't, you, don't even talk about the people on the forums are going to. <laughs> well, you know. Well, they keep talking about uh, the age I'm difference. just saying that in four, say in the four weeks that it takes fish all to get the beer to me, uh-huh. my beer that I brought in new one day, right. four right. weeks later, might taste exactly like fish all. Right. Well, that's part of the difference now. We've got fresh fish alt, and we've got, you know, or, you know, but, uh, right. as was, fresh as we can get, and but, we've got, you know, yours right. that's a little older. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm holding out here that, in fact, this is the new brew that, that we say is clone. I'm holding that up. <laughs> okay. I think it might be. So one and two are clones. You know, with that no, difference in color, come well, on. All I no, I didn't look at I didn't look at the beer ahead of time. Tasty doesn't know anything. I, I, I did I did know that the <laughs> original eyes, uh, the original was <laughs> yes. too dark, and I did cut back on the carafa. Yeah, so it oh. would make sense that this darker beer is the is the old really? beer. Yeah. Oh wow! But I mean, I, I it does taste pretty damn be? good for an old beer. It's fantastic. That is that is. If you were mm. uh, in Dusseldorf, maybe it's the oldness that uh, peddling that in a, in a in a in a pub on the Altstadt, people would be like, "Ah, oh, that's one excellent." They'd come by for that, huh? They'd come by for that. You'd get a following on that one. That is excellent. To, I think we need to get your cataracts looked at, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, you, you put that keg in my car, and uh, we'll call it even. <laughs> uh, we'll call this beer clone. Really? I okay. I gotta know which one's the. Uh, well, I call one? one or two clone two. Okay, is um, everyone yeah, saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One and two are clone. There's, All there's right. no question about that. You know, the only question is, and three's what? an excellent beer. Yeah. The, the only question is, you know, which one is which? So one way or another, you got this bad boy cloned. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious as to how I did it. Right. Chat. What's what? <laughs> All right. So good beer, by the way. Well, do you call it cloned or? I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Between the one, one and the two. two. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are really close. Um, love number three. That's really good. Yeah. Like you're saying. That's an excellent beer. Um, you know, the nose, I think, is a little more estuary like you're talking about. Right, right. Um, so that's the difference in the color, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is really Tasty's number two. Number two is, is the commercial. Uh, oh, it is my number two. So I rebooted it right. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, 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 all right. So, so number the, two is is Leavenworth, which yep, we're saying. That's right. But number one is your rebrew. It's a rebrew. It's his rebrew. Oh, tasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you very much. You go. Oh. High five. Thank you. <laughs> really good beer. Wow. Playing my craft. Way there. to do it. Sweet. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Mm. Even my funky ferment, huh? Now they're all good. What a what a great rebrew! Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. even your first brew is now real good. Yeah, and the first one, it's like a. But how different is that? I mean, the first one's just a, yeah, yeah. Well, so know. yeah, we were right in not calling that. Clone yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there was a color difference. Color too. was major. Yeah. All right, so so uh, you know, regale the listeners with the differences in the recipe. First, repeat the original recipe, and then give us the differences. Uh oh. Okay. I'm going to make them research. Just do it all in grams and percentages. And <laughs> people using Imperial can... All right. Well, then, you know, the batch size is the normal thing. And uh, 
so forth. Uh, 90 minute boil, of course. Um, let's see, it's got, uh, where's the IBUs? Uh, 31 IBUs by Rager, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, it's different here. Okay, uh, let's get into the ingredients here. Um, it's got uh, 5.44 kilograms of Pilsner malt, German Pilsner, for about 60.8% of, of the uh, grist. Uh, 2.27 kilograms of Munich malt for 25% of the grist. That's a German malt as well. And the uh, 6.3% uh, wheat, that's American wheat, uh, it's 6.3% or 0.57 kilograms or 570 grams of uh, wheat malt. Uh, 2.5% or 230 grams of Kara Munich 60. Uh, 2.5% or, or 230 uh, grams of Kara pills. And two and a half percent, or two hundred thirty grams of Carafa Special Two. Now, the original uh, recipe had um, a lot less. So that was the rebrew. No, that's. I'm sorry. That's the. That's the original. Okay, that's, that's the, original. the original. I'm giving the original here. Okay, so, so the, let me the, just give that and continue, and then we'll talk about the differences. Right. The, right. Well, and the problems we had with the original were the color and too bitter. Hot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go on to the hops here. Uh, at 60 minutes, um, 25 grams of Hallertar Tradition uh, pellets, 4.1 alpha for a total of 7.4 um, IBUs. At uh, 20 minutes, uh, 127 grams of Hallertar Tradition pellets, 4.1 alpha for 12.7 uh, IBUs. Uh, that's all the hops. Use the White Labs. Uh, WPO36, Dusseldorf Alt, or the Y-Yeast, uh, you know that one, Jimmy? I should have wrote that down here. I'm sorry, Y-Yeast. One, we love oh, you. Oh, oh, seven. I don't know. All right, whatever. No. All right, um, what else? Mashed at um, 67C for 60 minutes. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a mash out uh, rest at 76C for 10 minutes and sparged that uh, bad boy at 77C. Uh, let's see what else special here. Fermented at uh, 62F the first time. Uh, oh, it's Y yeast uh, 1007. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're the man. Who needs that website? <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, that's pretty much the specifics there. Okay, so on the rebrew, uh, the only thing I changed was uh, the um, Carapils, at which point I used. Uh, Carapils? I mean, Carabunic. Cara, uh, carafa. carafa. The carafa, instead of uh, 230, well, I really lowered that. Let's look at this recipe screwed up. It's a significant color difference. Oh, I just gave the wrong. Oh, that's the English. What? what, what? This, is, this is why normally I, I do the recipes. <laughs> uh. What did I just get? Oh, I must have this for the wrong. How about the one in the chair? What's that one? Did I just give the batch? I just gave the recipe for twelve gallons, didn't I? No, I didn't. Uh huh. It's starting to sound like me now. Tasty. Percentages work really well. Percentages it's, it's, are right. He did see, give the percentages. It's not. Right. It's not. It's not as easy as as you. Th- yeah, yeah, as you yeah, think yeah, it would be. When you got two doing doing this kind of uh, this kind of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the recipe I gave. Sorry, I don't seem was, like such an idiot now, do I? Huh? Was for twelve gallons. <laughs> uh, no. No, no, not compared to Jason. Go, see, <laughs> voting for him cloned. Yeah, get you some benefits no, here. You seem very smart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Oh, oh yeah. I, I, see, I only have. Um, yeah, those had those quantities that had to be cut in half. The uh, okay, everything. So those were for a twelve gallon. That was for twelve gallons. All right. Yeah, All right. Sorry, well, the percentages were correct. Right. Okay, and that People was the can go back to recipe. the original show anyway yeah. and listen Absolutely. to that. So, that's so what the place would to the get changes that be? Okay, the important so the changes thing is, are yeah, because we can uh, yeah just go back to the original alt show, and it's worth listening to because so to, uh, you know uh, there's a lot of good information about there uh, you know. And Tony the Brewer is great, a good yeah. guy, and you get to listen to him talking about uh-huh. the water. He's a great guy. He's so, up there, yeah. Olympia, Washington. I, you know, yeah. on this road trip on the way back. Oh, you're gonna go through? I was hoping. I don't know. I think you know we're gonna we're gonna hit as far south as Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. And then we're over to the Olympic Peninsula. I don't know if I'll be able to swing mm. it. Got the family, you know. Oh, right, right. It's a full restaurant, their place, though, so it's a stop you could make with the family, just so you know. The the Leavenworth, uh, uh, there's the brewery across the street, and then mm-hmm. the pub, um, mm-hmm. you know, so. I'd love to. Yeah. You know, he's a nice guy. Yeah, and, Tony's and, cool. Uh, yeah, him and I exchange a few good emails. Good beers, I'd, I'd love to. Well, and one of the changes that, that you needed to make was in the water. That right, was, so that I contacted was, him. To get that his... was really the difference in the bittering, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't change the bittering at all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, but I did change the amount of carafa. Instead of uh, a carafa two, instead of 115 grams in a six gallon batch, I used 100 grams. Right. Okay. Not much difference. Oh, so uh, not, not much difference at all. Yeah. Now I'm saying maybe 95 grams if you want to get it spot on. Okay. But that really depends on your system. Uh, you and know, that's, that's the, the carafa two how, special, the yeah. huskless. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it, it needs, it, the color is the hardest thing to. to clone i think because it varies so much by system i mean the way you grind the grits we talked about color yeah on the show yesterday there's just so many variables in terms mm-hmm. of uh, right. what you get out of a, a particular color in a malt but it's kind of forgiving too yeah. you know if you're close you know oh that's cool you're not gonna you know you should have filtered tasty i did filter all these my beers are filtered <laughs> wait a minute number oh. one's your beer right yeah it's filtered oh. didn't do a very good job did it no oh. oh. That's why I thought something was like not right with it. But. I don't know. It's you know, it's it, it looked pretty similar to uh, the commercial. Example, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Be oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not filter. like you know, it's just super a, tight filtration. It's filtered to knock out the the big chunks and uh, you know leave a lot of character in there, which is I think good. That's the thing, though. Usually, tasty filters like a virgin's vagina. He's it's as tight <laughs> as he can get. It's like a, a mat of RCHs. Yeah. If I if yeah. I had uh, looked at this beer. After I, I filtered it, uh, I may have, uh, you know, filtered it again with a smaller micron. Mm-hmm. I so know seven. you would. Well, because I knew that the commercial beer was. All right, be... what's the difference? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're dragging this. Finish that up. I oh, got off somewhere. Okay. Well, here. The, the, so I changed. I talked to Tony. We and talked about his water profile and mine. Uh-huh. This gives you some some of the main numbers here in terms of the uh, differences between the first beer I brewed mm-hmm. and the second. For instance, the first beer. Uh, I brewed had 75 parts per million uh, calcium. Mm-hmm. The second one had 48. Mm-hmm. The uh, first one had 12 magnesium. The second one had 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one had 35 sodium parts per million. The second one had 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, sulfates in the first were 120. That's mm-hmm. my hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, two mm-hmm. in the second. Two. See, and I think that's million. that's the number that matters. Yes. I don't, I don't think hoppies. the others really matter. They probably don't matter. Although, here's one. Uh, chlorides in mine at the beginning were 100, mm-hmm. and, that, and and only 44 in the second. Now, mm-hmm. 
I think that's then that, those are that's a, a I, number that I, Tony gave me specifically. Right. I, I think yeah, that's his chlorine. I, I, I think that's important uh, in that um, you know the moment. The, yeah, that that does have an effect if you're going to cut your sulfides way back. Uh, you know to do. Then maybe also backing off on the chlorides is important. So they don't as well. dominate or something. I think so. I, I think it is a balance. In general, you know, you know, your your sulfur component is the one that adds that sharp bitterness that we uh, you know picked out on the on the first show. Yep. Well, Good job, there. though. Thank you. I'm impressed, and you know, all three are great beers. Good I, job. I, I, I could drink five gallons of the thirty-two. Each one of them. Yeah. It might have been a thirty-six, actually. Really? Well, see, they didn't know. They didn't know. You entered it now. You entered it now. You entered it just a. Uh, I entered this one. Yeah, this couple is the of weeks dark ago. One. Yeah, right? just got judged. Yeah, and it was up at. Uh, I don't know what the hell the Mayfair too. So they 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 think. See, that's the oh, problem. Is they believe that a Dusseldorf fault is like you know blonde in color and hopped out the bejesus and mm-hmm. you know it's it's just a super bitter hoppy blonde you know. Neutral beer, and they they just don't know. They're the clueless. You know that you know the 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 style guide. You know focused on this one type of beer in Dusseldorf, and ignored the other. You know, twelve beers that are brewed there that are far closer to, to number three. We got to fix that because these are well, the ones I been, like too. They've been, they've been working on it, and, right. and it's getting a little. But again, it's still way too focused on one end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's a much broader spectrum there. Which one of these are you bringing this weekend to SoCal, Tasty? I don't have any uh, of the original, the one, uh, so I'll have to bring this new one, yeah, the clone. The new one's good enough. I yeah. think people will enjoy it. Yeah. Good. Good morning, yeah. beer there. But if you got any yeah. number three left over, just pass them <laughs> Well, i got to pass them on to Tony. I'm going to pass him some of the original and some of the new one. Good. Let him try. All right. Well, if Jay-Z ends up finding out he can make that leg, then you can just give it all to Jay-Z, and hopefully it'll make it to Tony, right? There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. That'd be even better. It'll, it'll have to drive 5,000 miles before it gets to him. <laughs> At least it'll be in a fridge. Well, it'll be like 4,500 miles before it gets to him. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as we keep Peter's hands off it. Right. Drinking right. your no, beers. No, Peter's, Peter's are very good about that sort of thing. Probably, yeah. Good job, Tasty, you jerk. Yeah, good job. Okay. All right. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to get into uh, a listener clone attempt. First time we're doing that, uh, we'll be back with a Elysian Night Owl clone attempt. Very interesting. Back after this. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The The Time Brewers. When last we left our heroes, they found themselves in 1842 in the province of Bohemia. Yo, this air of jerky. All the beers is murky. What ho, friends? A male alewife. I don't know what I'm doing, so I got this dark malt, yeah? More stinky dark beer, yeah. No, sir. Please, wait. Just a moment. Aye, a package from the future from Northern Brewer. Use the Pilsner malt, my good man. And the sats hop, sucker. They ain't noble like Queen Victoria, but you can use Sterling from Portland to Astoria. Let your war caramelize and let Melodonians harmonize in a long boil. Keep your starter undercover with aluminum foil. Who? And use a thousand bog myrtle. Northern Brewer is your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, 
$7.99 flat rate shipping and get your nasty ass bog myrtle back to the dark ages, Brother Abelard. Hey, this golden lager with the happy hops pretty damn good. Thanks, Time Brewers. Thanks, Northern Brewer. Our work here is done, my friends. Now, to wherever we are next, we did. Tune in next time for the continuing adventures of the Time Brewers. Calling all homebrewers. Entries for the Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest are due May 17th through May 28th. There's still time to get your beers entered. This year, the homebrew contest is all about Category 23, specialty beers. So start being creative and brew up a beer that doesn't fit into any of the traditional BJCP-style categories. Let your creative juices flow and enter your Category 23 homebrew. Here's your chance to have your beer brewed, packaged, and nationally distributed in the 2011 Longshot Package. And four finalists will be awarded a trip to the 2010 Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado, where Samuel Adams will announce the winners. Visit SamuelAdams.com for all the details. Get your bottles in by May 28th. And as always, the entry fee is free. The Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest. This year's Longshot could be all yours. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hilo, what's your feeling? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. And now, suck it tasty. All right. Tasty Suck it yourself. Tasty sucking it right here. The beers. Sucking sucking big time here. Spreading beer across the... Good uh, beer, too. Across the the, uh, network studio here. All right. So uh, one of the things that uh, we've considered doing, and uh, really it's uh, Tim Tim Harris up in Washington. Uh, Tim, we got you on the phone there. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Tim. Hi, Tim. So uh, you would, uh, you know, we've exchanged some emails and you've, uh, uh, we've back and forth on some beers, but you sent me uh, some samples of uh, Elysian Night Owl commercial examples and your your homebrew attempts at at making this, plus some recipe and a lot of detail, and uh, you sent enough that. Uh, I took this to the Green Belt Homebrewers. Uh, uh, yeah, meeting right. and in Davis, in Davis uh, California, and uh, poured them out and asked people to to try them. And most people thought they were really close. I, th- I thought uh, at the time, 
Yeah, that's 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 close enough that you know we can go on the show and talk about it. I, you know, we're we're interested in uh, working with homebrewers and, and and doing this, but I think the thing we want to avoid is people who aren't even like anywhere in the same realm of reality. <laughs> yeah, like, this is my clone, and it's a right. Bud Light. You mean right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure we we get a lot of crap here. So I guess I'm doubly honored then for. Being on, if you think it's that close, I, I thought it was, it was pretty close. Yeah, I don't. I, so uh, tell us, uh, you know, the, the, you know, people may think. Oh, again, we will get the form people saying, "Well, you know, he just sent you this, so it was easy for you to do." It's like, no, we, we actually got uh, four different requests for this beer, this specific, specific beer. So uh, perfect. Uh, you know, people are very interested in in cloning this beer. Sweet. Uh, now, how did you get started? You mentioned uh, you know you you love the beer and 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 what were your resources for for trying to come up with the uh, clone of this? Well, ironically, usually I don't like pumpkin beer, but for some reason I always try it anyway. Well, I um, I picked up uh, a bomber at the store and tried it, and I liked it. And so um, Elysian's right in my backyard, and uh, so I went to their website and. I looked at what their, uh, you know, they had the information on there, the grain and the hops and, you know, at least the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had been, I, I looked at your book, The uh, Brewing Classic Styles, and I looked at, there was an article a while back in Zymergy about they used some crookneck squash or something like that to make mm-hmm. a pumpkin beer. And so I kind of looked at what the commonalities between there, and, and I really, I just used the information on the uh on the Elysian website to kind of come up with my base recipe. And unfortunately, my homebrew shop didn't have any Horizon hops, so I kind of had to mm-hmm. sub in. But I didn't feel like there was really that much... Uh, Magnum, yeah. yeah there wasn't really that much hop character to it. Yeah. It was more just like the bittering in the background, so I didn't feel like that was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And, so obviously, Brewing Classic Styles was really where you leaned upon for <laughs> success in Brewing the Spears. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Isn't yeah, that out of print? Is that still in print? That's still in print. Okay. You're buying the Brewing Network store, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Signed copies. All right. So uh, you, you you went through those, and, and you sent me a recipe here. This is uh, uh, 10 pounds of Marisada pale, pale Ale Malt, 2.2 pounds of a Munich 10 Love Bond, uh, 0.55 pounds of a Crystal 60, and 4.4 pounds of a Baked Pumpkin. And then a half teaspoon ground cinnamon, quarter teaspoon ground ginger, an eighth of a teaspoon ground nutmeg, uh, eighth of a teaspoon ground allspice, half ounce of magnum, 13.5% alpha acid at 60 minutes, and then Y-East 1968 London ESB yeast. Right. Now, now one thing I found interesting was, uh, it was so what, what size batch is that for, for one? Uh, well, I uh, let's see. I think I... I think it. Bo- I started with six and a half gallons at the boil and five and a half gallons into the fermenter. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, okay. I think that isn't that about. I mean, yeah, that's. Ba- I think that's pretty much what all most of your recipes in the book are geared towards five and a half gallons into the fermenter. So yeah. that's kind of the way that I I brew and then drop it into a six gallon mm-hmm. carboy. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one thing I found interesting, you you mentioned. Uh, when you bake the pumpkin, and I, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, baking the the pie pumpkins in the oven until they they get soft and they start to caramelize and all that. Uh, you mentioned uh, doing something a little extra with that, right? Well, uh, 
among the many things that I've done over the years, I, I did a little cooking and worked in a restaurant. And uh, one of the tricks that, that we used with uh, squash and with pumpkin for pies and stuff was actually baking it twice. And, you know, I don't know how much of this is just wives' tale and, and whatever, but um, the perception generally is that it comes out smoother consistency and maybe just a little bit sweeter. It, it really kind of caramelizes if you, you know, I cooked it, cut them in half and baked them until they got soft, and I scooped them out and put them into a Pyrex dish, uh, put them in the fridge, let them cool down, and then I rebaked them and until uh, it kind of starts turning dark orange or golden and it starts bubbling around the edges on the on the Pyrex dish. Mm-hmm. And it tastes a little, I mean, if you're just eating the pumpkin or the squash or whatever, it tastes sweeter when you, when right. you do it like that. So I was hoping maybe, because a lot of pumpkin beers just taste kind of vegetal and don't have any kind of right. pumpkin yeah. flavor. So I was hoping that maybe a little more of the pumpkin flavor would make it through like that i thought that was you know great idea you know baking makes a big difference and then you know when you bake it that second time i think uh you know you get uh you know a lot more caramelization you get uh, more melanoid formation and you know a lot more flavor out of the pumpkins than than you ever would and i think it makes makes a big difference i thought that was really good i I think that uh you know maybe even take take the place of uh uh you know nuts and things like that uh justin you you were able to drag up some information on the uh, website on on elysian night owl yeah yeah a little bit about it uh it's brewed with 150 pounds of pumpkin in each batch uh it's got some uh pale munich and crystal malts um roasted pumpkin seeds and pumpkin in the mash boil and fermenter of this beer and then it's bittered with Horizon, uh, spiced in uh, and condi- in, uh, spiced in conditioning with nutmeg, clove, cinnamon, ginger, and allspice. Um, it has a starting gravity of ten sixty, and uh, alcohol about five point one by weight or six point one by volume. So pumpkin all throughout this beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does it in every, in pretty much every part of it. You know. <sighs> But the interesting thing is, uh, I think I think it's how you treat the pumpkin. I think I, you know Tim ha- is on a great thing here. This double baking of the pumpkin. I think y- you're going to get more character out of that than you will out of uh, you know, all these other additions. It's it's really cool that they do that and they go to that trouble. But I'm not sure how much difference that's going to make in a clone. I think um, you know going you know the double baking makes a big difference. Uh, but uh, all right, let, let's. Uh, in some of my in some of my one gallon batches, I tried it with the seeds, and I I ended up with more nutty flavor than mm-hmm. I detected in the in the in original the beer. beer. So yeah. I just abandoned that when I went to the full batch. Okay. Well, let's see here. Let's 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 go around the room and uh, try and get our clone, not clone. All right, tasty uh, knife in the back of poor Tim up in in, in Washington. <laughs> Worked that's, so hard. Oh, that's his M.O. Tim. 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 I am ruthless. Uh, <laughs> if you were listening earlier, I just kicked J- uh, Justin right, right in the, in the junk, junk, big yeah. time. Yeah. Raised him Twice. off the floor. Cool. Yeah, he yeah. was up in the air for I a can minute. Take it. <laughs> well, uh, we have these beers labeled uh, one and two, mm-hmm. Roman numerals too. Chad. Can't make any funny... Or is that 11? Anyway, it's 1 and 11. 1 and 11. 1 and 11. <laughs> yes. And, like uh, 1 or 11? <laughs> Which one goes well, to 11? Uh, uh, both are very good beers, so good you're, in good, you're in good shape here in, mm-hmm. in terms of liking beer. Uh, I like the... Uh, one... Uh, 
They both are very similar color. Cloned or not cloned? Oh, you want to know cloned or not cloned? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, okay. You want to write too? <laughs> you lose track of what the show's about? Oh, I thought I had to tell you what my rationale was. Okay, uh, uh, not cloned. Not cloned. What's your rationale? I was going to give you that. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah, damn it. Oh, we'll go back yeah. to that train. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or is that like a why, why are they not cloned? Uh, because the spiciness in number two is, uh, oh, it's a couple, it's a, it's a degree of magnitude, you know, uh-huh. 20, 30 percent more pronounced, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. lingers more. Uh-huh. I, 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 number one lets me uh, taste the beer. I can, I get the beer. I can even get the alcohol in one. I can get the. Uh, it shows up, and number two, I can't mm-hmm. quite get to the beer. Mm-hmm. Too much spice. Uh, all right, Justin. Yeah, I'm kind of with taste on that. First of all, the color is impeccable, perfect. Oh. Looks great. Yeah. Looks wonderful. Beautiful colored beer, uh, both of them. Um, so you got that right. Um, I do agree with Tasty that number. Uh, so number one, when I uh, even right from the aroma, uh, I can still smell some beer in number one. Uh, and I also smell all the same spices. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number two, I stop smelling the beer. And really what it comes down to for me is a real sweetness in mm-hmm. number two, mm-hmm. it, which it just pronounces all that spice. I'm wondering uh, if it's the extra cooking of the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you... And I wonder if you're right, too. I don't I know. I could be totally wrong. I, I don't know which is which, but... But... Now, I like them both, actually, even with all the spice in it, because if it is the extra cooking in number two, I'll tell you that I do like the the sweetness in number two more Mm -hmm. than I normally like when people put in, let's say, too much nutmeg or too much allspice. That just tastes bad to me. Number two doesn't taste bad at all. It just tastes sweet. That's all. And and the sweetness covers up the the, the beer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to say not cloned also, Mm -hmm. although I am real curious about what it made it sweet like that, because it doesn't taste like too much spice. Well, and, you know, the interesting thing to me, and I notice this on a lot of our clone, not clone. Now, take a look at these two glasses. What what do you notice that's different? Lacing. Uh, one's got a lot of Belgian, yeah, Tasty's right, a lot of Belgian lace on right. one of your glasses right. and right. nothing, zero on the other. Right. So the one with all the Belgian lace tends to be the homebrew. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Oh, all right. Uh, maybe it's filtering. Maybe it's something else. Maybe I I, I, I don't know exactly. But uh, the you know, unless you're talking Belgian beers, you tend to see a lot of Belgian lace. I noticed the same on your Mirror Pond. Yeah. Um, and it's a positive quality, right? And head retention falls right in line with that too, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. You so can look at the beer now. I. I me, I would guess number two is the uh, clone, the clone attempt, and number one is the commercial attempt. And I, you know, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because uh, you know, several weeks, a month ago, a little over a month ago, I I tasted both these and I I saw the bottles when I when I poured them, and the um, and the difference was the clone attempt had too much uh, cinnamon and ginger in it compared to the. Um, commercial attempt hmm. and then there is that sweetness that justin's talking about so there's the spice and there's the sweetness and then i think it could attenuate a, a, either either it's either it's the 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 double baking in the pumpkin which i think is a good thing but i would cut back on the amount of pumpkin a little bit or i would go with the single baking in the same amount of pumpkin and then or or possibly it needs to attenuate just a tiny bit more hmm I don't know. But then the spices are going to come out more. But, uh, you know, I think it's actually really, really close. Yeah. I don't think, you know, we're talking small degrees here. You're, right. you know, you're you're definitely in, in the money. Yeah, you made you know, the beer. This, this, this would be, 
you know, I think if I was fed one, you know, one week and then the other another week, I probably wouldn't say it was different beers. Okay. I, you, you, you could fool me with that, I think. Mm-hmm. If it was, you know, one pint right after the other, may I would probably call foul on that. Yeah. But, it's still yeah, pretty side, close. Side by side, I don't think they are. That's why. That's kind of side by side input from you guys because it's it's really close. But I I don't have enough. I'm not a good enough brewer. Have enough of a developed palate to be able to tell exactly. It's just missing you know, the, the beer. Is. Side all. by so, side, if you if you could take Elysian's, you know, beer, you know, from last year and this year, and both were fresh and compared them side by side. They're probably different beers, right? You know, the, you you'd notice differences. So don't don't beat yourself up on small differences because you know spices change and you know everything changes. Um, you're you're very close in the spirit, um, but you know maybe I'm totally wrong, Chad. Uh, you know what's what's your take on this? Well, you know, to me, number one. Uh, really is that more English character in the yeast, uh, a little fruitier, a little more estrier, uh, esters. Um, number two, I, it's too spicy for me. The mm-hmm. ginger, when you said the ingredients you were reading, when you hit ginger, I mm. went, oh my God, I couldn't figure out what Cinnamon that was. And ginger. It's uh, okay. way too much ginger for me in number two, mm-hmm. um, in the nose, in the taste. Um, so totally different as far as, you know, uh, coming through as different beers to me. Yeah, uh, similar along the lines. Like I can kind of see where it's headed, but I just think it's too. Oh, I think it's much too closer is, than that. Just too gingery yeah. to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just to me. Spices, I can't get past yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, number two is the cologne attempt, and number one is the commercial. Other way around. Oh really? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. Number one is the cologne, it's, uh, attempt. cologne. <laughs> and number two is the the commercial example. Yeah. Oh, oh my Tim's god. Yeah, that's better beer. Really. Number one's the better yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Oh, I agree. No I agree. Way. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No way. I, I, yeah. I guess I'm not going by Elysian. <laughs> yeah. And more spices, now I'm saying. Yeah. It's the more oh, enjoyable. It's the one that tastes like beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a much better, better, it's a much beer. better beer. Yeah. So I would here. I was about to, you know, jump on a on a Jeez, high I horse. Number two would be mine for sure. So I was going to jump on a high horse with Jamil and say, yeah, you know, uh, you know, cut the pumpkin in half or only cook it once or. But now I'm going to say, do exactly what you did. <laughs> Number one seems great... better fermented to me. Yeah. Number one. Uh, all right. So if, if if you want to get wow. closer, are you sure about this? Because I I'm are not you positive. positive. You guys switch this shit up or what? Nope. You got this right, yep. Chad. Because right. you know, Chad's I had really... some fermentation. Pro- I'll tell you that I had some fermentation problems on there. I, I probably was... sent Jamil way too long of an email, but it was sweeter. I was freaking one out sweeter. over the beer. It was like going crazy for weeks and i thought oh my god this is infected oh i was worried huh. two is and definitely sweeter yeah and it was really? uh yeah hmm. here try my number one and number two See, Maybe i got you the just dregs up yours i got the dregs too. try my number one and two let's let's make sure about <laughs> you know, this before I, we I go did, on i did kind of pick up a little bit of like brett or something on the number one i, I don't know too. if it's out of place oh, but yeah. Try those again well I'll, I'll tell you just make sure to make number two into number one i would um, get more fire. Yeah, no, see, no. I, it's I would, still I the would, nose. I'm big time. I mean, did huh. you taste them? Uh, all right. So, so if you used a half teaspoon of ground cinnamon in, uh, and you were, and you needed to get to what 
Chad's telling us a commercial example. Same, I would, same, I would, right. I would uh, almost double that. I'd go to three quarter at least, um, if not a full teaspoon. And on the on the ginger, if you used a t- quarter teaspoon, I would go to half teaspoon. <laughs> Because because yeah, the, the ginger's the, not my favorite part, but yeah, Chad's the, right. The He's got it right. Or not change the thing. You got a better beer. The difference between one and two is cinnamon and ginger, mm. and a, and a sweetness. Um, but cinnamon and ginger, the the nutmeg and the allspice are in there. Um, I was thinking yours was number two, and I actually wrote down. <laughs> you know, I would go. You know, a quarter teaspoon. I, and on the, I already uh, had my stuff cut down based on you guys' tasting notes. I was already cutting the stuff in <laughs> well, half. Now you got right, right, yeah, exactly. I, I, I cut them in half. I assumed I mine was number two. I assumed mine was overspiced. I so. did too. I did too, and I I've no. cut those in a ha- in half exactly. Um, hmm. Even mm. when I was pouring the beer, I was like, "Whoa!" I could smell it right away out of the bottle. Just the wow. difference. Wow. No, Tim's is the my. I just I just had both of Chad's samples too. And they match my samples. And Tim's is the more mellow, uh, not as sweet, still tastes like beer, beer. Well done. Now, still, they're not cloned. If he was looking to no. clone number two, which is the commercial, it's not cloned. But it's, an, well, it's a yeah, goddamn you, nice pumpkin beer. You really need Keep to crank beer. up the ginger and the cinnamon yeah. to clone. <laughs> you know, yeah, fuck you know, his beer up some more. Or, or don't. And, just, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and keep brewing exactly God, what you've done. Guys, we're never going to get a, another brewer on the <laughs> yeah, no, you guys just, Yeah, you can make fun of it. Well, no, I like, I'm a fan of Elysian, too. But I'm not a fan of, of big, sweet pumpkin beers. And I, I, the one, that, one one Halloween they served this crap out of a out of huge ass oh, pumpkins. Well, they tapped it in there, and uh, it was number oh, one. It was pretty cool, but that number is two, cool, yeah. it tasted awesome right out of the pumpkins. You nice. know, I bet. so it was kind of like a cascale out of a pumpkin. It was, Actually, I really like that good. idea. That's a cool. And everything tastes better out directly out of, out of the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm your, sure. Any and vegetable, the, you know, the, little, the floaties and stuff like that were perfect too. So, so not yeah. cloned, but uh, but what a fine beer. Yeah, yeah, it's it, but it's close. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's close. I, I think it's a spicing I, difference, and yeah, I think it's a yeah. fermentation difference. So okay, back off on your fermentation character, and uh, you know, jack up the spices. What was the yeast ESP? You well, said? see, and we also got the head retention. That's that's the weird thing. Look at that. See, yeah, the you were example always has has the uh, <laughs> but has not the legs. in this but not in this case. I think. Chad's probably fucked it up. No. You think Chad's got it backwards? I'll tell you what. I, I don't know. I've got, a, just, I've yeah. got a little 12-ounce bottle back at home. When I get home, I'm cracking that bad Do boy it. open. Do it. I, and my, my beer memory is good enough. I'll tell you, I'll tell you if I'm, it's right. I'm amazed because mine tasted a little. I mean, I don't have any more of the Night Owl. That's been gone for a long time. And uh, even when I sent that stuff, it was it was uh, a little bit old, and I had to uh, mm-hmm. pull some favors from a beer distributor to mm-hmm. to get some stuff that had been stored well for you guys. But I I felt like mine was a little, I don't know. I felt like mine was a little sweeter, but I don't know. If you if Chad's telling me that, that, that mine's number one and the other one's right. number two, then right. I believe him. Because I don't have anything to go on. I just, well, I that, just drank one of my own. See, I, I thought it was, yours was sweeter, too. The difference the might be... It's a little malty in the middle. You know, you know sitting for, for quite a while. I mean, you sent it to me months ago. <laughs> and um, you know, I, hops drop out over time. You know, they. Uh, I read a paper on the ASBC site that said, you know, in six months you lose fifty percent of your bittering. Mm-hmm. I actually brought it up at the uh, hop school. Mm-hmm. 
And the entire room looked at me like I was crazy. Oh, that's never happened before. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you never got up and said weird things in front of everybody. Happening right here. Yeah. But uh, no, um, uh, no, they measured over time, and and the hops drop out seriously over time. We all know that. We are sure. sure. I know we said my my beer might be cloned after a little while. (laughs) I don't don't think anybody uh, really. You know, I don't think they've heard it quantified before, yeah, and so yeah, they're like, yeah. "Well, all right, sure." Mm-hmm. You know, but they're thinking six months. Who the hell keeps beer six months? Right. You know, <laughs> whereas do. you know, Bevmo. we do. You know, homebrew, <laughs> Bevmo and homebrewers do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we keep ours cold for six months. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey. Uh, also, Tim. Yes. Shout out to your assistant brewer. Hey. Yeah. He's a. Uh... They're going crazy. My wife's uh, at work right now, and they're in the other room going nuts. High fives. This, so. Tim's, uh, <laughs> Tim's young boy. Uh, how, how old is that kid? Well, I have uh, a seven-year-old and a six-year-old. Okay. And the seven-year-old actually oftentimes helps me with the bottling okay. so, when I when it's not kegging. So. All right. A he, big... mark, he marks all the bottle caps and stuff for me so I know what's what. Well, uh, congratulations to both of your assistant brewers, then, for a job <laughs> well done, because uh, the beer came out great. Yeah. So, Tim... Hey, Thanks a lot for having having me on and tasting my beer. I was just hoping to get some feedback, and this is way more than that. I appreciate it. Hey Tim, where where are you in Washington? Uh, I'm in Silverdale, like right where I, I tried to give a little. I'm trying to get you guys to brew a uh, uh, Silver City Fat. So I'm in Silverdale, where Silver City is, and uh, you may or may not be headed through here on your way to the Olympic Peninsula. I sent you yeah. an email about that, so. All right, so yeah, we're we're heading uh, we're get, we're like uh, across from Missoula through uh, the falls and Seattle, and then we're going to take the ferry across to. Uh, oh, then you're coming right through my territory. Then I work on uh, I work on Bainbridge Island and live in Silverdale. And if you're oh take yeah, the ferry across, you'll come right through. There you go. All right. When I need a when I need a ride to the pub, uh, hey, or I'll be, I won't even drink. I'll be your designated driver. Nice, <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, we're heading right through there, and uh, <laughs> let, let's hook up. I'll send you my schedule, and uh, let's let's right get on. a beer together. Cool. I say an email about that. So, all right, great. All right, thanks a lot, you guys. I well, appreciate it. Well, Keep thanks, up the good work. I love it. You guys, when I was in Afghanistan, I found this. Uh, I found you guys' podcast and. That was even before I started homebrewing. I was listening to it, and I couldn't wait to get home and start brewing. So it was awesome. Thanks. Cool. Hey. No, thank you, man, and good job. It's a nice beer. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Later. All right. Good night. Excellent. Yeah. Now, see. Wow, I'm going to twist know, and turn there. If, yeah, you, if, yeah. if you can brew great beer and send it to us in appropriate quantities. The guy sent me two bombers of the commercial, two bombers of his, plus a 12-ounce bottle. You know, so I could take a little taste and then, you know. Mm-hmm. See how it's going. Right, right. He sent me three pages of write-up on his brewing process and the <laughs> recipe. Right. He talks intelligently on the air. Yeah. If you guys can... And he was tackling a beer that other people have requested. If you guys can tackle all of that and, and do something similar, then we're interested. Yeah, we'll do these segments. Yeah. I, and it I, doesn't I, have to be a clone, not clone situation. It is a clone, not clone situation. It, 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 just to talk about your process yeah. and oh. and and what went wrong and what didn't that's a that's great I, you know boy <laughs> thought. that's I'm, fun i'm shocked at the you know i'm i'm at so at the reversal 
I'm so surprised. That you don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> when I, I get it. home, I'm cracking open that bottle. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally screwed him up. No. <laughs> Just so you know. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, but see, yeah, it's my belief in Chad that, that yeah. stops me. You know, it's it's got me yeah, all over the Well, school, you, you don't go soft. You come back here and tell us if he yeah. was wrong. No, I yeah. believe no, me. Like, I'll be like, you know. Yeah. Like I said, when I cracked the, the cap and yeah. started pouring, I just... Whoa! Wow! Religion. I mean, it was a commercial example. Huh. Wow. You just smell it. I mean, it's just. I will say that that is my big turnoff about a lot of the commercial uh, pumpkin beers is that I get the same thing. They're just too sweet and too uh, spicy. The so. one, the one that I really loved. One, hey, I, I don't know how many years ago this was. Uh, like two, two and a half years ago, uh, at GABF, I ran across um, God, uh, East Coast Brewing. Fredericksburg or whatever it was, I can't even. You talk about the shipyard uh, one? No, no, not shipyard. It was, a, it was a pumpkin. It was a pumpkin oh, beer. Oh, pumpkin! And I met the brewer there. I was like, "Oh, you know, what's your what what beer are you proud of?" And he's like, "Here, try this uh, pumpkin beer. It was really, really good. I the best pumpkin beer I've ever had, bar none. Oh man, it was a, just a fantastic beer." And the pumpkin character was there, and the spice character was there, and it was all just beautifully balanced was absolutely fantastic go back to the uh you know whatever pumpkin beer episode that was probably spice herb vegetable beer okay in the previous shows and that was absolutely ideal that it was, one was balanced is, is right it, it was so beautifully balanced i could drink gallons of that beer mm. and that's for a pumpkin spice beer with wow. where i could recognize the character of the pumpkin i could recognize the character of all the spices but it was a, just a really great beer overall. So, well, that's what uh, Tim's got going here, too, with his beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's really good. It, it, again, I think it's a little more spice than the beer I'm talking about. What, you know, it all just was so well balanced all the way across the palate. Sure. You know, you wouldn't, uh, you, could, you could just keep drinking and drinking. Order a second pint. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that sweetness he was talking about is probably just that caramelization from the uh Double baking, right, right, but yeah. But so I, I like think it. it's a little sweeter too. And uh, you guys think it's drier? The well, the, the, fermenta- the, the fermentation's drier. There's that. You know, I can't okay. believe that you the, think the other one is sweeter. I, a little bit to me. That's wild. It's malty sweet uh, in the middle. Your Claritin kick in? Oh man, I am. Yeah, because you've been spot on lately. But here I'm you're backwards. You. You're I'm, like me. See, I think you guys are backwards, <laughs> and the listeners not the same thing. Right, right. So it's interesting. I think there's you know more of a unfermented malt sugar one in number two. Right. I uh, think there's more of a caramelized caramel sugar in number one, which we really like. Yeah, exactly. I. That's so that beery flavor that, that that's left behind, right? But all the the lesser sugars are all fermented out. Yes, in number right. one. Yes, perceived sweetness. What do you call it? Residual sweetness. Right, right. It's it's different aspects of sweetness. Sweetness okay. encompasses you know. So well, when you add uh, spices like you know pumpkin spices, you associate those with sweetness. So you're gonna you're gonna think sweet mm. when you get well, and certainly of... cinnamon too. I yeah. mean, these things can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what sort of cinnamon things do you eat that aren't sweet? Exactly. Yeah. See, and I've. D- d- I've been able to dissociate oh, sentiment you're way from. Above us. That's right. I, am. <laughs> I have dissociated. I can you're tell disconnected you, yourself. I can yeah. tell you how much whirl flock you put in your beer. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, when it, when it exceeds certain levels. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Right. When you put in an entire bag, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, but you know, with cinnamon, cinnamon now to me, mm. you know, just you know, taste some cinnamon, cinnamon powder. 
Okay, without sugar in it. Right, right. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, that's what cinnamon is. Yeah. So all that sweetness that I'm thinking about, nah, cinnamon's more tannic and dry and, you know, it's got a kind of biting and, uh, you know, it's got a unique flavor to it. But, uh, you know, it's not sweet at all. Right. And so you start to separate the, the little elements out of sweetness and all that. And, th- and that's one of the things is, um, you know, certain characteristics will give you... You know this impression of of one thing or another, and you your your taste memory says, "Oh, well, that's sweet." There's right a connection. And well, because you know, we're used even. to cinnamon mixed with sugar, confectionery, oh, and it's always mixed with sugar. Because yeah. and the reason you know they mix it with sugar is because it's dry bitter. and bitter, yeah. and you yeah. know it's got a sharpness to it. Right. Yeah. Right. Same with like dry hops, citrus dry hops. So you know, you're used to citrus being a sweet drink. So mm-hmm. when there's mm-hmm. when a dry hop beer is going to taste sweeter than one that isn't. Right. Right. All right. Well, excellent job, Tim. I think uh, yeah, I like it. we can't call it clone, but we call it good. Yeah, excellent good drinking beer. <laughs> Damn good pumpkin ale. I wouldn't mind. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Should we tell Tim to clone it? You know, give us Try another clone? Or? No. I don't think he likes the beer the way it is. No, we should tell we him like the it the way again. it is. Yeah. yeah. Tell him to brew that again and give it to his family. Send us another five. Send us five gallons. Yeah, I'll be buying the RV. You just uh, load up a keg. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, take twenty twos. Right. I'll send you the empty keg back. Don't worry. You got to switch out that water tank in the RV with a uh, beer uh, tank. Yeah, yeah. stainless steel. <laughs> You're not going to be showering anyway. Just yeah, load that thing up. Exactly. If I'm showering, I'm showering in beer. Right. Oh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. So I think that was good. I think you know our first uh, Re- redo. Yeah. I think our first redo show. Excellent. Yeah. I think uh, we, we did a good job. Just like our sponsor, Northern River. Yeah. Because of them, we wouldn't job. have a job. See them soon. They bring us stuff. They pay for the show, so you don't have to. So yeah. at the least you can do is go to their site, uh, check it out. Uh, you know, if you, if you don't find anything you want to buy, that's cool. But send them an email saying, hey, I appreciate you uh, sponsoring the show and, you know, uh, promoting uh, good beer radio from the Brewing Network. And uh, coming up next, uh, God knows what we're doing. Uh, we got Chad brewing some uh, Fuller's beers, yeah. which have been heavily requested. And uh, we got Chad on those, and we got Tasty on uh, <laughs> Fuller Re-bre- Beer. Rebrewing for Re-bre- the national competition. All right. <laughs> well, until then, uh, Bruce Strong. Oh, and off it. <laughs>